0: going on this is Juwan back again with the 100 series everyday awesome podcast we're bringing you an awesome person from right here in the Quad Cities to share all the cool things that they're doing and uh, give you a little bit of advice on how you can be a little bit more awesome yourself so I'm super excited uh, because this week we have a pretty cool woman here she is uh, doing cool things uh, behind the turntables through the radio waves, we have DJ K Young in the building. How you doing? Good. Thank you for having me. I Appreciate it. <laughs> no problem. No problem at all. But yeah, yeah, I just love I love I love anytime I can bring on fellow creators right, right you know, on the on the podcast and just pick your brain on uh, what you're doing, your mindset, and just some of the the awesome things that you've uh, been up to uh, since uh, sure. you've uh, you've uh, been in, in your career. So for all those out there who who don't know. Who is DJ k Young?
1: Oh man! All right. Well, DJ k Young. Um, I'm a female DJ. DJ hailing from the Quad Cities, the Midwest, and um, you know, went to elementary and junior high and high school here, and still live here. You know, that that's a big misconception is that you know I've that I'm that I've moved and I just you know come back and visit. But no, I I actually like live in the Quad Cities. Um, you know, so I just. Uh, that's that's a little bit, you know, I'm, I'm here. I'm a quad citizen, so.
0: Nice. So, now that um, you are a DJ, obviously. Right. And you have a radio show. Um, big into music, I'm guessing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, talk about that. Talk about how you got in into music.
1: Man, it was uh, a while ago. <laughs> 13 years ago or so. Um, basically, long story short, I was playing soccer um, at... Scott Community College, and I had played um, played on the team. I was a little bit older than everybody because I kind of quit college at you know right right when you get out of high school. So I kind of went to college and then Ken was like, eh, it's not for me. And then decided a little bit later, I think I was like twenty two ish maybe to get back you know go back to school and stuff. So I ended up getting a soccer scholarship, which is kind of old for. Being a soccer player, you know, being 22, Um, but I ended up getting a soccer scholarship and meeting a friend of mine who goes by the name of Sabri, and she's an R&B artist. Um, And we ended up just like hitting it off. We ended up becoming friends. And long story short, she ended up trying for I don't know if you remember Danny D. Kane making the band, (laughs) making the band. Yeah. Oh my God. She tried out for that up in Minneapolis, and she made it pretty far, but you know, obviously didn't make it to the show or whatever. But Um, she just kind of asked me, you know, would I help her out in her music? And, you know, I was a little bit older than her. So I was like, sure. And that's how it started. So it started with me managing artists and, you know, kind of guiding and, you know, kind of just trying to use my common sense since I didn't really know anything about the actual business. And then I was having a really hard time trying to get DJs to play Sabree's music or anybody else that I was helping And I had kind of messed around with DJing back in the day in high school, but it wasn't like anything crazy. And so I invested some money, became a DJ, bought like a whole live sound system so that they could put on concerts and book our own shows and stuff like that. And, you know, it just kind of flourished. It was never meant for me to be what I am today. It was just meant to like help the
0: artist. Right. Yeah. So so from there, you, uh, you, you ended up branching off into your own thing.
1: Yeah. I ended up kind of stepping back from that management role um, and kind of managing my own career, you know? I mean, everybody kind of parted ways in some capacity or just didn't want to do music or ended up getting actual career jobs with some of the artists that I worked with. And um, I was like, man, if I can manage these artists' career, I bet you I can manage myself, you know? So I ended up managing myself up until about three years ago, and that's when I first got got my first manager. <laughs> so, wow! Yeah.
0: Wow. So, so talk about that. So talk about like what um, you do as far as DJing. Obviously, you're 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 playing the music and all that. But what 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 all really goes into it for all those who don't really understand?
1: Um, I, you know, I do everything from the turntable style so i have my two turntables and my mixer and i have the controller and i play at clubs and you know parties and whatever else i don't do weddings <laughs> mm-hmm. usually i mean i'm not that kind of dj although i have done weddings but it's been like under special circumstances but you know and i do radio and i do live event stuff which has transitioned from my dj so dj opened the door for me to do other events and entertainment aspects like um like live event shows and motorsports and things like that. So I've been able to kind of branch off with my DJing, but the core of DJing for me is is my mix shows and, you know, club DJing.
0: Nice. So so obviously being a club DJ, you play a lot of a lot of, you know, dance music, yeah. a lot of rap, a lot of hip hop. Yeah, yeah. You know, what are some or what are some of the the artists that are always in your playlist for sure?
1: Ooh, that's a great question. Um, well, it also depends. Like, I consider myself semi-open format, not fully open format, but semi-open format. So if I'm playing, like, Latin stuff, you know, it's Ozuno and Bad Bunny and, in, in, like, the Latin style stuff. Um, in the hip-hop, R&B, I mean, it changes. I mean, it could be everything from Megan The Stallion and Doja Cat to, you know, some old school stuff, you know what I mean? Like I can play some old young jock and get the crowd moving just as well as if I could play, you know, a city girls track or something. So it just really depends. I mean, music is always evolving and changing at such a rapid pace that even I sometimes have a really hard time be like having the music up to date, you know, fast enough for people to enjoy, especially on a weekend, you know, that I got to work.
0: Right. I think it's funny that, 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 we're calling young Jack old now. I know. <laughs> like, that's oh my That's terrible,
1: gosh. right? It's awful. Yeah. I I still considered him like, or a gorilla Zello or a, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, right. Even like, somebody told me, I was at the club and DJing and they put in a rec- request and they said, it was this girl, She she looked me dead in the face and was like, can you play that old school song by that soldier boy guy, you know, that goes, you, and I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I was like, you said that's old? And she's like yeah she's like that's old she's like i listened to that one i was in like elementary and i'm like oh my goodness
0: man. oh my gosh i didn't even hear, heard heard her from Twitch boy
1: no he's i don't know i i don't know what he's doing i think he's like a big online gamer or something isn't he maybe? i feel like
0: that's what a lot of people are doing now they're just twitch streaming yeah. and all that now it's
1: like, i guess there's great money in it really great money in online gaming i guess
0: and the things in that the people, wrong business maybe and like, and like people like on twitch they don't even like necessarily game now they can let, they can like just twitch stream anything.
1: yeah it's like it's like periscope for yeah or back in the day periscope i guess i never used periscope yeah
0: but, yeah yeah, people yeah. Now, they can just set up their their their, their camera hooked up yeah. to their computer no i was not like i was just like watching like one person and she was just cooking uh, really? <laughs> and that was it. And she was cooking. And she was like, like just answering the questions, you know, through the yeah. through, through the live stream.
1: So it's almost like just going like Facebook mm-hmm. Live or Instagram Live, I guess, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it's like that. But yeah. like Twitch is strange, where it's like you get like you know subscribers, where like like you follow people, but you can subscribe to them, but to subscribe to them, it's like. You have to like pay to subscribe. Oh. I don't. I don't really understand. Yeah, you can make like money off all of that. that, and yeah, that's how people make the money and all that. And I'm in the first, wrong business. Of course, <laughs> yeah, it's like and, and, and people have they have like sponsors and get sponsor sponsorships through really? that too. Yeah,
1: hmm. I have to look into it.
0: Yeah, yeah <laughs> I've I, 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 I've been researching because I was like, man, what? Yeah, maybe I should like di- yeah. divers, diversify more or do like some more stuff on there. You know, yeah. but I just thought that was interesting.
1: That's
0: cool. Yeah. But like going back to the the, the clubs and playing playing in, in the clubs, like how much control do you have over over what you play when you're in these different venues?
1: Um, it just depends. Like it has a lot to do with the communication that you have with your um, bar manager or the owner of the mm-hmm. club or the bar. I mean, some people they just want you to play whatever is going to keep patrons inside their establishment. Right. But then you've got some people who are really um, adamant about crowd control in what you play and I mean I've had some like don't get me wrong in the past I've had some some owners tell me what I couldn't play what I could play um that it had to be a ratio of you know 40% country top 40s t- versus you know whatever percentage of hip-hop and rap versus you know they didn't want this they didn't want that so it's really about the communication but also I tend to show club owners and managers that I can control a crowd, that I can play, you know, the hardest Chief Keef song in the world, but then mix it into something that's going to slow everybody down, maybe an R&B song, maybe, a, right. you know, maybe a Top 40 song or whatever. Right. I don't really play that a lot of country per se, but I definitely try to show them that mm-hmm. I can control the crowd and that right. way I can still play whatever I want. Well,
0: how do you do that? Like, how do you gauge, like like, the vibe? No, and I mean, that obviously it varies from place to place, but how do you like like gauge the vibe of, of the people there and, and adjust accordingly?
1: Um, I am one of the few DJs that actually like to take requests up until a certain time. So I can start gauging if, if people are coming up to me usually at the beginning, and I usually cut the requests off around like 11, 11.30, depending on how packed it is or not. But I start gauging things off of requests. What is the what is the vibe like? Who's here and who's here coming in? You know, are they staying? Are they drinking? I'm I'm literally watching people how they've uh like if they're drinking, if there's drinks in their hands, if they're if they've been here from the beginning, I can 'cause you can see everything as a DJ. Um, I also try to gauge um, you know, how people are dancing. If if there's a certain song, like if I play, say, um, tones and i you know it's kind of a new um top 40 song that's well it's not new but i mean it's getting a lot of traction but if i play that and everybody's dancing and and having a good time well then my next song has to be in that same type of genre top 40s pop you know but if nobody's dancing to it and i go and play say um you know some early 2000s or 90s and everybody comes on the dance floor then i know i have to kind of stay so it, it's a lot of experimenting while okay. you're djing but it's a lot of watching the crowd and how they're acting you almost have to be kind of like a sociologist or right. a psychologist and in see interesting yeah and uh ask the right questions watch watch the right people like i said requests at the beginning of my night are very important to me because i can start kind of like mentally right. preparing yeah and you can... what i'm gonna You know what the flow and the dynamic will
0: be right and like dude does it ever get get like annoying though with 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 the requests and you get like some crazy requests and all that stuff
1: i've definitely had some crazy requests i've definitely don't get me wrong i've had some nights where i'm just like you know like i'm not playing that if a dj ever says um hey thanks you know i'm gonna look for it i'm gonna see if i can get it in that means they're probably not gonna play it You know, I, I say that a lot, like, okay, well, thanks for your request, you know, let me see if I can get it in, you know, if it's kind of a brush off, I'm not playing it, but if I'm telling you, oh, that's a great request, you know, give me a couple songs and I'll play it, that's, it's usually being played, but it just depends, it also depends on your delivery as a person asking the request. If you're, if you come up to me and you're just sloppy drunk and, you know, I can tell that you don't even know what you're requesting, you know, those are the kind of things that are annoying. But if you come up with respect and, you know, just say, hey, you know, if you can play this song, you know, usually I'll try as as long as it fits, fits what's being played. And that's another thing, like, I've had some really great requests where people have heard what I've been playing and their next request is kind of within that same kind of mood and genre. You know, but then sometimes I'll get these people that just ask for something that's not even being played, you know, or, or not in even the same genre or in the same right. tempo so, or, you know. Right. So it kind
0: of has to match. It kind of like, has to
1: mas- match my vibe. And that's what I don't mind playing. You know, if it matches the vibe, I, I gotcha.
0: Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Very cool. So, yeah, yeah. I, was through, I was looking through some of the different places that you have played here in the quad cities yeah. you know we're looking at barrel house yeah we're looking at bootleggers yeah. some of the places you no know, most of us have probably hit up before yeah. when we see this we have yeah lost bananas and davenport that down the muscatine you know those portales yeah stick <laughs> rascals you no know, you no know, shout out to all the folks over at rascals right yeah. now excalibur refresh Ross, Ross hawks that's a huge yeah. place right now uh for the for the the local artists yeah. is rostox so. some of those
1: places you have mentioned aren't even open anymore
0: right yeah. you know what i mean
1: like las bananas has been it was a latin club and it's not been open for years you know same with excalibur that's been gone for years as well
0: but yeah but yeah i'm seeing ribco over here right yep. next to the daiquiri factory of course yep played uh, there
1: a couple times
0: so, uh, so what's that? What's it like being able to, to play here in in the Quad Cities for, for people?
1: Um, I I mean I enjoy it. I mean it's still my home, you know. I mean I'm fortunate and blessed enough that I've been able to travel and you know be pretty much self-employed through music and through the entertainment and in arts and stuff like that. But I I love playing at home. I mean this is where all my friends are and. You know, I mean, like they come out still and, you know, I'm making new friends, younger Mm -hmm. friends, you don't want to follow and and things like that. I don't I don't consider myself having fans, per se. I mean, I try to build a relationship in some capacity with everybody that I meet. You know, I'm not maybe you won't be a best friend or whatever, but I would consider you somebody like, oh, hey, you know, you should come out to here. And I use my social media to really promote a lot of what I'm doing. And I think it's cool because. I think people see that I'm traveling and I'm doing all these cool things, but that I come back and I can go to a barrel house or I can go to a smoking dog or I can go, you know, to a Fricks or whatever and still play locally and they can just come say, hey, what's up? Or, you know, come have a drink or, you know, come party, whatever. Super cool. Yeah.
0: Super cool. So how did you start landing gigs outside the area?
1: Social media, networking, building my resume, and um, within the last couple of years, it's been, you know, with a lot of help from my manager, too, um, Andre Williams from Universal Music Group. But I mean, a lot of it's been just good networking. And like I said, my manager, you know, if he comes across certain things that he's doing or that I can be a part of. That helps a lot. I'm also sponsored by Bel Air Champagne and the Sovereign Brands Group out in, based out in New York, and so I do a lot of like Bel Air Champagne parties and things like that. So to DJ, but it just um, it's also about your resume. You know what I mean? Like you can be an amazing DJ, but unfortunately, it's about your resume. You know, like anything. Right. You know, what I mean, just right. like a regular job. You know, you can't get your dream job if you've not kind of put in the work or had the experience and so i attest a lot of my outside gigs to having a decent resume you know i I of course would love a bigger resume but it's it's helping a lot so
0: nice what are some of the places that you've been able to play outside the quad cities
1: um definitely as far as club wise i mean i've been to milwaukee to madison to um new york city to um put you know not necessarily Chicago, I've only played there once, but I mean, just, you know, Midwest and, and New York and stuff, but I'm trying to branch it out to right. LA and Dallas and Miami or, you know right. what I mean? Stuff yeah. like
0: that. Now, one thing I saw recently on your, on your, on your Instagram is that, and I was so, I was so excited for this because <laughs> you were at, I think you were at a baseball game or, or, or somewhere, um, and you were with you are with Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh yeah, yeah. From from WWE man. Back, back <laughs> in the day, I'm a huge, huge fan. fan of WWE and I, you know Stone Cold was one of my favorites. Yeah. So I was like, what? he's super cool. So 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 talk about that experience.
1: So I am the play by play announcer for an international motorsports company. So, um, that was actually that. So I was actually okay. I was at actually Angel Stadium, the base the Anaheim Angels okay. baseball stadium. So that's probably why you thought I was baseball, but. I was um, I was actually hosting the or co-hosting because I do have two hosts. Shout out to Lola and Aiden. But I was um hosting out there for the motorsports company that I work for, and yeah, he was there. So it was a, it's the Anaheim show usually brings out a lot of celebrities. I mean, I saw I saw Chuck Liddell there. I shot I saw like a lot of actresses and actors and things like that. Um, but yeah stone cold was there and he was super cool super chill nice like i mean he's everything that you probably thought he was like really just really down to earth and you know he's definitely like a badass for sure (laughs) he's definitely he's definitely you you can tell he still works out and Mm -hmm. but he's just like a really great guy he was asking me a ton of questions and he kind of looked like a kid in the candy store you know when we were when they were doing the introductions and things like that so it was fun nice did you
0: have a beer with him No, no,
1: I was working. The running joke was, you know, was he going to smash, you know, whatever he does, you know, smashes the cans of beer, but no, I didn't. So so no no stunners? No, no stunners. I know my fiancé, he was asking, or he – he made a joke. He's saying, I wouldn't even have been mad if he would have stone-cold stunned you or something. Like, and I was like, what? And I was like, why would you say He's like, nah, I'm just joking. But he's like, that would have been pretty cool. And I was like, that's
0: terrible. Hey, So what other like, cool experiences like that do you have?
1: Um, I mean, I've been on Sway in the Morning. I got to meet him. Um, I've been – I got to meet Heather B. a few times, actually. I've been able to meet Heather B. She's uh, part of the Sway in the Morning, but she also does um, – Back in the day, and I don't even really remember this, but she did like MTV's Real World. Remember that show yeah. back in the day? Yeah, I guess she was on there. Um, I've met, I've gotten to DJ for Wiz Khalifa. I've done, oh, I was, um. had like a, I kind of did a, I guess, cameo on a feature, on a segment on Ellen. Um, that was pretty cool. I've gotten to meet, um, Terry Bradshaw. I've gotten to meet a lot of athletes and artists and stuff like that. So, DJing and being in an, in the entertainment business has afforded me a lot of new relationships and/or just you know quick meet and greets with you know people. But it's been it's been fun. It's cool. been awesome.
0: So where did the so where did the, the 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 radio show come into play?
1: Um. So I have a monthly guest mix show on Sirius XM is called The Drive on Shade 45 presented by Fake Shore Drive which is Andrew Barber he's a pretty big iconic Chicagoan slash Midwestern who who's really put on for the Midwest but um I've done it kind of started with you know um me being able to be a featured guest on various shows on Sirius XM um It started with the Union DJs, which I'm a part of a coalition out in New York, and I got my first opportunity to be on Sirius XM VIP Saturdays on Shade 45, and then things kind of just took off there. Then I got introduced um, to program directors and music directors there, and I've been able to do some pretty cool guest appearances on Sirius XM Fly, which is Heather B's, um, uh, she's got a show on there, it's the Fly Friday Fly Ride um, plays 90s and early 2000s. And so I've been been able to do that. And, you know, the drive is something that where I only play Midwest artists. Nice. Yep. So um, only play Midwest artists. um, Limited on the indie side, but I definitely can play independent artists for the Midwest. And then your favorite industry, you know, artists from back in the day to what's popping now. So and I do that once a month. So I'll have one. Um, every month, every month I have an hour mix show on there. It airs between eleven and one a.m. on Sundays, so you can just check my social media to see when I air for that month. Cool. So.
0: Good stuff. So, let's let's talk about um, your your whole career as a whole. Of course, okay. you, you said you know, you know there aren't a whole lot of female DJs out yeah. there. What's a, what is it? mean to you to be able to be in this industry and to have you know all the different you know the, the resume the big the resume that, that you have now what does that mean for you
1: it's it's really important i mean i guess i wouldn't say that there's not a lot of female djs there's tons worldwide i mean tons of female female djs but as far as like the hip hop urban side of where i kind of put myself in that box I have been able to be successful in a sense of where I haven't had to lose myself, you know, I haven't had to, you know, wear the skimpy clothing and I haven't had to been made into a sex symbol or, you know what I mean? Anything like that. Like I've been lucky enough, blessed enough that I have been able to create my brand and my image and my fan base based on just being a good DJ or just being able to work hard and put my name out there, you know? And it's important to me to be able to show people that you don't have to be a gimmick, you know? I mean, it's it's awesome that a lot of people can attest some of the doors opening quicker to me because I'm a female, because I'm Asian, you know, even sometimes I that slides in a little bit too. But for the most part, you know, a lot of people just give me the credit for being just, you know, hardworking, you know. And, and that's really cool that they can see that, and not my, you know, image or, you know what I mean? Like, right. Like how I'm dressed or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. So that's cool.
0: Cool. What types of uh, or what tips or advice do you have for anyone else out there who's thinking about either one being a DJ Or to being um, just an entrepreneur in general
1: that you have to have patience that's the one thing that I've been learning in this business is that you have to have patience I mean it doesn't come overnight although we see in the media that you can go viral tomorrow it that happens to a very rare and small percentage of people so just be patient if you want this it'll happen for you, but you have to be consistent. You have to be consistently putting out content, consistently being out there in the public eye, whether it is just on social media or whether it is going out there physically. Um, But just be patient, be consistent. And, and if this is your dream, just don't give up because a lot of people give up right about the time when I feel like they're about to break or they're about to like really go. And, you know, for me, this is kind of like a drug, you know, like I'm addicted to what I can do tomorrow. I'm addicted to what I can do today to help my my name and my brand and stuff out. i mean that's addicting to me it makes me it it gives me the same adrenaline rush, I suppose, as somebody who you know does anything else that they're like really addicted to, you know as right, far yeah. as that so
0: yeah, it's yeah. that it's that hunger. It's yeah, that, it's like, a like hunger and drive. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's that hunger that you know. At least for me, is that I'm always trying to test myself, or yeah. challenge myself, or seeing what else I can do. Right. Or what's the or what's the next level? And it's like once you get to the next level, okay, how do we get to the next level? Right. And just that onwards and upwards pursuit, you know.
1: Right. I think the pursuit is, it's. It's not the destination; it's the journey. I was on. I think it was like on Sex and the City or something. Like Carrie Bradshaw (laughs) said that it's not the destination; it's the journey. I'm addicted to the journey. I know what the destination can be. I'm almost afraid that if when I get to the destination, am I going to be just like, oh, now what? You know, like that's for me. The journey has been so much fun, and Mm -hmm. and being able to experience all the incredible things that I've been able to experience through DJing and through entertainment, you know, Mm -hmm. through TV live live uh, events and things like that so
0: so what's the next so what's the next step for you
1: oh man a lot of things I've got I just launched a new company called local traffic only music group and it's I guess in the broad spectrum it's kind of like an old-school artist development company but it's not necessarily artist development I mean um, shout out to my um, two ar's uh rachel Vasquez aka pinky and uh, uh Corey Ewing aka cat daddy <laughs> <laughs> they're uh they're working with me and and we're going to be helping anybody who wants help as far as um you know whether it's the music business side, whether it's helping you put out your project, whether it's marketing and development of your project, or you as a brand—it's—it's um, it's a whole bunch of different things. So I'm going to be working on that um, a lot. I just got an A&R position at the Stash House, which is a subdivision of Sony and the Orchard, um, and that's going to be a really cool venture for this year. And. Just trying to stay consistent, you know, trying to be in all the clubs and continue on with my radio and, you know, been trying to maybe even get an actual job and career into radio, you know, get back into FM radio. I did it years ago, but I definitely would like to come back to it. So I'm kind of open to a whole bunch of things, and especially with all the craziness going on with the coronavirus and stuff, you know, it's kind of hindered a lot of my... Uh, live event stuff, so I'm trying to be creative in my next move as far as what is what's gonna go on because i'm I'm kind of watching the trends here within the recent days and you know music is still going strong I mean even though people aren't working, they're still streaming they're still listening, you know so I mean, I'm hoping for the best you know, hopefully right. get back in there in the clubs and you know, in the live events circuit and keep right. doing what I need to do.
0: Yes. Yeah. Let's, let's hope this, let's hope this whole, yeah, whole thing, hopefully. you know, can, you know, you know, end, you know, as soon as it can. Yeah. And obviously, of course we want, we want people to be healthy and sure, safe and all that sure. stuff. for sure. But hopefully, hopefully everything will, will pass. Yeah. And, uh, you get, back get back to normal. <laughs> get, get back to, to business as usual. Yeah, and all that. for sure. So, do you have anything else that you want to share or add before we sign off air?
1: No, I mean, I appreciate you having me, and it's been fun. And I guess for anybody listening, they can follow me on all my social media, um, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, Snapchat. It's all at, at DJKyung. And then I have a website. It's uh, DJKyung.com. And then... Um, Oh, and my local traffic only music group.com. There's not really anything on there, but you can start following us on there too. Hopefully I'll have some cool information. And, you know, if you're looking for different services, you know, you can hit me up or whatever.
0: Cool. Cool. But well,
1: yeah, thank you though. Appreciate it.
0: Thank you. Thank you for coming <laughs> on here and sharing so much. Yeah, Definitely appreciate you. Hope, sure. hope hope all the best for you. Thank you. And uh, keep, keep tearing it up. Yeah. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for coming on here and everyone at home thank you for listening to another episode of the 100 series everyday awesome podcast stay tuned stay subscribed so you know exactly when the next episode will drop featuring another awesome person from right here in the quad cities thank you all take it easy and as always i'll see you soon